hour morning take. Without the hour this morning, though, it's just my morning take. My name is Frank Johnson, and I'm without my normal co-host, Abraham Lawrence. Now you're with your abnormal co-host. I'm with my abnormal co-host, <laughs> Nick Seaman. Mm-hmm. It's Tuesday. Yeah. Episode 57 already, Nick. We've done 57 Man. episodes already since the beginning of the Congratulations. year. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. We're very proud. and it's Best podcast out there, too. It's cooking along. It's doing its thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get right back to the story because it's such an interesting story, and yeah, we don't want to cut ourselves short today. I'm having fun with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just got to a great part, yeah. Mr. Pouty. Uh, in case you uh, did not tune in yesterday, uh, if you got another eight or nine minutes, just tune in. Uh, you know, go back to t- yesterday and listen to the story. But we'll give you a brief synopsis. We're in First Kings chapter twenty-one. I said synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> king Ahab, he's like the worst king that uh, Israel ever had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, there's a vineyard right next door that he wants. And so he went and talked to the owner, which he should do, although he is the king. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's the king. It kind of shows you that Ahab is not as horrible. He's a horrible king, but he's not horrible, horrible. He does offer him something else. He, you know. I'll give you another piece of land. I'll give you the money for it. Mm Mm-hmm. But Naboth, he's just uh, he's a good guy to the Lord, and he says, I just cannot sell it to you because this has been in my family forever, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry, it's mine. Yeah. So you can't have it. You might be the king, but you can't have it. <laughs> so the funny part is he goes home, he sulks, he lays on his bed, <laughs> and he doesn't eat. <clears throat> oh, that's horrible. I don't know why, but when I see the movie in my head... For some reason, Ahab is always played by Dom DeLuise, you know, and he's just laying on his bed and he's like, ah, you know, just whining. And then Jezebel, I don't know who, Elizabeth Taylor, probably because she played everybody in those days. Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. And she comes Tina in. Tina Louise. <laughs> yeah. Or even, or even uh, Mrs. Uh, is it Mrs. Hathaway, the third? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something like Lovey. that. Lovey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, darling. <laughs> yeah. It'll be okay, darling. Now, so we're at verse 5. But Jezebel, his wife, she came into him, and she said to him, How is it that your spirit is so sullen that you are not eating food, <laughs> you spoiled child? <laughs> no, it's not. that's not there, but she could have easily just said that. Yeah. So he said to her, Because I spoke to <laughs> Naboth, the Jezreelite, and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else... If it pleases you, I will give you a vineyard in its place. But he said, I will not give you my vineyard. Jezebel. What's going through her head right now? He's like, seriously? He's probably having a meltdown right about Yeah, this. I don't think he's really saying. I know we're poking a little fun at it, but I yeah. imagine he's probably like in a little bit of a rage. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I offered him money. I told him I'd put him in another. What is wrong with that guy? Yeah. And Jezebel's probably thinking. See, Jezebel's much more royalty than Ahab ever thought about. Mm-hmm. Because she's very composed. Because she's like, I am the queen. Mm-hmm. So I could care. What, what is wrong with you? And so uh, she looks at him and she says, um, Jezebel's wife says to him, Do you now reign over Israel? Mm. Are you the king? Mm. Hey, boy, straighten <laughs> up here. Are you not the king? Yeah. What does he say to that? She tells him to arise and eat bread and let your heart be joyful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. <laughs> I'm going to do it for you. Now, now, what I've always thought about this story was, do you think 
that he knew Jezebel was going to do that? Like, if I whine to my wife, hmm. she'll go get that thing for me. I won't have to worry about it. She'll go do it. They'd been around each other long enough, probably. I think they have been around quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. He's been through quite a bit with her. Oh, yeah. And, and I think she enjoys doing more evil things wasn't, than Ahab does. Wasn't she the main one that sent after Elisha whenever the prophet thing happened and all that stuff? She wasn't Elijah? Yeah, Elijah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like she was the main one that was yeah. saying go get him and all that kind yeah, of Yeah, here's thing. Elijah. He does all this great miracle in front of the Baal worshipers and he yeah. calls down fire out of heaven and yeah. it laps up all the water and yeah. burns the sacrifice. And You'd think Elijah would be on top of the world. He'd be looking at Ahab and Jezebel over there and going, hmm. <laughs> Yeah. But Jezebel comes walking out on the balcony, and he takes off. Yeah. He goes running underneath some tree. He's praying to yeah. God, <clears throat> Jezebel's after me. Yeah. Who, if God is for you, who in the world could be against yeah. you? I mean, I don't know. Spoiler alert, that balcony's going to have a big role later on. So you suppose <laughs> she must have really had a presence, right? Yes. That's what I've always thought. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she wrote letters in Ahab's name. Well, I mean, she mm-hmm. can do that. It's Ahab's wife. I actually yeah. signed a thing for my wife or the lawyers the other day. Is this live? This mic on? <laughs> we'll edit that out later. <laughs> so she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal and sent letters to the elders and to the nobles who were living with Naboth and, uh, in his city. Now she wrote in the letter saying, Proclaim a fast and seat Naboth at the head of the people and mm. seat two <laughs> two worthless men. What does it say in the King James? Uh, I have the New King James. It says, "And seek two men that are scoundrels." It says, "Even, be- even yeah. better, yeah, <laughs> two scoundrels. <laughs> seat them before him, and let him test, and let them testify against him, saying, you cursed God and the king. Then take him out and stone him to death.' You, you're kidding me, right?" And it, it could have been some other way, but that's just not only is he going to be killed and lied about, but it's going to be dishonorable everything. I mean, Slander. Just, it's not even going to be true. It's evil, pure mm-hmm. evil. And then the worst part is the men of the city, the elders and the nobles who mm-hmm. lived in the city, did as Jezebel had sent the word yeah. to them, just as it was written in the letters. Mm. They proclaimed a fast, and they seated Naboth at the head of the people. Then the two worthless men came in and sat before him, and the worthless men testified against him. Even against Naboth, before the people, saying, Naboth, curse God and the king. Hmm. Now, Naboth, uh, Naboth hadn't said a thing. Uh-uh. I mean, this is, this is where, uh, see, Nick, this is where Abe and I, we have to put the movie in our head. Yeah. I'm not sitting there with two scoundrels saying all this stuff against me without saying something. Yeah. So why does he not speak up? Hmm. I don't know if he's worried about repercussions for the rest of his family or if he's just so shocked. Good point. Or, yeah, I mean, it's because he knows all I said to the king is God forbid. I mean, I said it in a way that he knows what I'm talking about, that I can't do this. He knows that. I can't do this. Not what God would want. I didn't curse him. I didn't. I just said I can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. So I find this odd that Naboth just goes. See, I guess the movie in my head is it's not going to do me any good to say anything. Yeah. It's only going to get worse because I have been set up. I've yeah. been railroaded and I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And there ain't no two ways about it. 
So you may have a good point. He may be sitting there praying right then going, God, please take care of my family. Yeah. Maybe Ahab will at least be kind enough to my wife and my children and my grandchildren. Yeah. And maybe give them this other Maybe he'll feel enough guilt like, well, we got to take care of them because this is is Mm -hmm. bad. Verse 15, when Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise and take possession of the vineyard of Nahab, the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth's not alive anymore. He's dead. Hmm. Do you think Ahab knew nothing about this plan? Huh. Because why would she sign it and everything for him and said, just bring it to me here, sign this? Yeah. Nah, she did it all. I don't think, yeah. I don't think Ahab knew a word about it. Mm-mm. So she yeah. comes in one day, Abraham, Ahab's doing his thing, and yeah. she goes, hey, man, you go get this uh, lot now. He's like, oh, you took care of it for me? Yeah. Guy's not even alive anymore. He's dead. Yeah. What did he die of? Stones. <laughs> he had some kidney stones. He had some stones. <laughs> well, stones that were thrown at his kidneys. Uh, uh, stones. He was like, oh, okay, cool. That's a whole new meaning to that. He was yeah. stoned when he died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, when, when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab arose to go down to the vineyard of Naboth, the judge light, to take possession of it. And then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite. Because mm, you know what? Always know yeah. your sin's going to find you out. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to give you the rest of the story tomorrow. Tuesday's in the books. Thank you, Mr. Nick. Hey, you're welcome.